This week's episode is brought to you by Uncanny Creative. Jordan, what's Uncanny Creative? Uncanny Creative connects talent like copywriters and designers with Utah businesses who are in need of a little extra help. Let's say you're in marketing and you're working weekends on an upcoming brand refresh. The problem is you're a few designers short and you can't spare any of your time to shower, let alone find freelancers. All of our creative talent are pre-vetted by industry pros and ready to get to work. And because we handle time tracking and invoicing on our end, you can try out different creatives until you find the best fit. No commitment, no awkward breakups, no creepy LinkedIn stalkers. You can visit uncannycreative.com to learn more. Well, I'm going back to Utah. Utah is a place where I want to be. Welcome to Utah Famous, a podcast about the people, places, and history that make Utah so unexpectedly awesome. I'm Sarah. I'm a Utah transplant with Canadian roots. And I'm Jordan, and I'm a Beehive State native. How's it going? <laughs> How's your quarantine? It's going. It's okay. Yeah? Are you feel like you're used to it now? It's been, is this week four or week five? I couldn't tell you. <laughs> I, it's all the same to me. It's all the same. I know like we've talked about like our, our lives haven't changed all that much as far as yeah. like we are yeah. home with our kids a little bit more. Usually they had preschool or something and right. your husband works from home already. My husband has been working from home, which has been different and we really enjoyed it. But yeah. all in all, like our uh, lives haven't changed a ton. But yeah. Even still, like I feel like it's Christmas break and it's never ending. Right. Oh, yeah. That's a good description. And like not that it's good or bad, but you're just like, all right, okay, I'm ready to go back to the routine. Yes. Well, and I've kind of had to create somewhat of a new routine just to keep my sanity. Like I have to get ready every day. I can't do the sweatpants or leggings every day, which might sound crazy to some people, but it makes me depressed to do that. So I totally. have to like get get ready to a certain level, not like full get ready, but like yeah. just so I can feel like I can be productive during the day. And, you know, totally. there's a f- few routine things that we do just to keep ourselves sane. Totally. I, um, I've been actually getting dressed too, like, which sounds so funny. Guys, I've been getting dressed. Are you so proud? (laughs) I've been, I have some, thanks. I have some like wide leg jeans that are so comfortable that I have just been putting those on and I've already, I already like wore those before this whole thing. Yeah. But, um, I don't, I have not put on my skinny jeans. I don't know if they will fit me, to be honest. And I don't ever want to wear them again. The skinny skinny (laughs) jeans are of the devil and they can just go back to where they came from. But wide leg jeans, I love. And yeah, as long as you feel good in what you're wearing, whatever that is, I say go for it. I've really been liking, I've been putting on lipstick like more than I usually do, mostly because I have about 84 
colors of raspberry lipstick <laughs> that I'm trying nice. to like find out which color I like the most or which brand yeah. and everything. And, and now so, you have time. Yeah, I totally I have time and it's like if it looks bad or it's on my teeth or whatever, like it doesn't matter because doesn't matter. Yeah. And so I've been doing that, but I actually have really liked the look of, I fill in my eyebrows, I put on the lipstick (laughs) and I don't put on any mascara or foundation or anything. I curl my eyelashes and I really like the look of it. So I think after this, I have a new look where when I'm not, you know, getting dressed up, if I just put on lipstick and fill in my brows, I'm set, I'm good. Wide leg (laughs) jeans. It's my new uniform. Yep. Yep. Work it. That's awesome. That's been fun to play around with makeup, which sounds silly. Um, no, I yeah, I think it's awesome. You have this time that you can try new things out, right? Are you – I think last time we talked about – well, first of all, we – last week we skipped a week. Uh, Sarah yes. was nice enough. I was – had a bad day (laughs) and I was like if we record tonight I'm gonna be so like Debbie Downer we better not and then it was Easter yeah and I knew it was gonna be Easter weekend and not that we like had any extravagant plans I was just like this is not gonna happen so Sarah thank you for letting me totally be a a Debbie Downer is all I can think of no It's completely understandable. We totally like, skipped a week, but it felt... We got to take breaks sometimes. Yeah. yeah, that's okay. We're getting back into it. We are. I don't know if... Sarah, I know you're not like a jazz fan, like whatever, but... Yeah. <laughs> Did you hear... Like the... jazz music? Sorry. Yeah. Excuse me. Oh, <laughs> no. The sport, the game, the team. Yeah. Yes. No. You know, that's named after the music that was not right. from here. That has nothing to do with Utah. Yes. yes. Did you hear about the Donovan Mitchell Gobert? There's like beef between them because Gobert had COVID nineteen and then Donovan then tested positive for it. Did you oh, hear about any of this? I heard. Yeah, I heard that they <laughs> well, got big, COVID. They got COVID and they shut down the NBA. Right? They it shut was down them? the M- Yes, it was literally Rudy first and then Donovan and I. I think maybe one other teammate tested positive but no one else did like teammates maybe other staff members i don't remember for sure but that's like the night that the country shut down was after that and anyway i guess there was like rumors that donovan was mad at gobert for not taking it um seriously like more serious yeah and um and I can't re- – and, and then I, they did, like, a little video, like, separately of, like, hey, like, thanks for everyone that's, you know, uh, worried about me. I've been doing really well. Or um, I think huh. Rudy had, like, more um, – had, like, worse uh, symptoms than Donovan did. He was, like, okay. actually had, like, a cold and stuff. And so um, – so anyway, he was like, you know, I'm feeling better, whatever. But they didn't like – he Donovan had just been super quiet about whether or not there is beef. So that's why everyone's wondering because he's usually pretty like oh. loud about stuff like that. Like in people will um, – he'll call people out or he'll um, – huh. not like obnoxiously so, but like he's just – he's on Twitter a lot. Anyway, okay. he hadn't said anything, hadn't said anything, and like weeks have gone by. Anyway, finally – like last night or two nights ago, he did an Instagram live and um, he kind of, I don't, I feel like he didn't, he was just like, no, we're good and we're ready to play ball now. Like we're, 
everything's fine. It's like he didn't necessarily say like there wasn't any beef or like we're kind of he was just kind of like, no, we're good and we're ready to go. So anyway, it was good because everyone was like, oh, my gosh, are they going to have to like trade one of them? And who would they trade? Because they're both like our all stars. And um, would they do that if two players didn't get along? They would trade one of them. I Is that think, a thing? <laughs> I think so. I mean, I don't I think I think so. I think they could technically like break a contract over that if it just like oh, wow. wasn't work. I mean, but I know players have played yeah. for years together and di- and never liked each other. So I don't know okay. at like what point would they have I mean, that could have just been like I mean it was hearsay, but I don't know. Everyone was like all of a sudden like polling who would you keep? And it's like this isn't even oh on the table. Gosh. Like where no one is actually being traded. Yeah. But maybe like could there have been a trade or whatever. Um anyway. Interesting. So the, the it was just it was put to rest. The boys are good. Everything is gonna be fine. And I knew you were really worried and I wanted to give you an update. Yes. Thank you so much, Jordan. You're I've welcome. just been sitting on the edge of my seat wondering. <laughs> Yeah. Who these people are. Yeah, don't even <laughs> don't even worry. The Jazz will play again and we will win a championship. Oh. Okay, maybe not, but All right. We'll, well try our our darndest. I'll believe anything you say right now about the Jazz cuz I <laughs> am clueless. We're going to do an episode on them, but I was a little bit I I need to I was thinking we should bring in someone that is more of an expert because there is a oh, lot yeah. of history and it's like pretty fun and I know like ugh, some of it but I feel I definitely don't know that much yeah. so anyway uh if there's any jazz experts out there that want to come on the show um Ooh, there's probably a lot I do have a friend that has Casting a call right now yeah exactly I have a friend that runs the he actually runs a podcast called the jazz fan show um nice and i was thinking we could have him on um oh if totally he, if he wanted to i haven't even asked him this is me just throwing it out <laughs> Pub- there if he publicly listens inviting yeah kelby nice. kelby if you're listening you should come be on our show but um anyway if there's any other like big fans that want to that knows you know the history and can give us like the scoop on yeah. everything that'd be fun but yeah that'd be really cool I think, well, I think we've gotten a lot of new followers on Instagram. Um, we've posted some templates that yeah. you can use for your Insta stories. Yes. And that seems to have brought in a lot of people, which is awesome and welcome new listeners or Instagram followers. Yes. Um, but yeah, we have three templates on Instagram right now. They're really cute. Interested, can they're really fun. Out. Yeah. Yeah, I think they're fun. <laughs> but <laughs> we, I am we enjoyed also them. Biased. Yeah, we yeah. enjoyed them. Um, but yeah. They're so, fun to do when you're bored at home and I know. also like they're thinking like perfect of perfect for right now. <laughs> thinking of like things you might be able to do right now during quarantine, getting yeah. ideas of like places to visit. Um, but then yeah. also like making a list for when it's all over. Yeah. For sure. Okay, Sarah, you're you have this week's episode, and I, I you told me what it was back when we were going to record, and I have forgotten. So I'm excited. Oh, well, be prepared <laughs> to be <laughs> completely shocked. No, so Utah <laughs> definitely has a lot of temples, and most of them belong to the Mormon Church. We are all aware of that. We've all seen them, but. In Utah, there are also two Krishna temples. So, 
I don't right. know if you are familiar with them. There's one in Salt Lake and there's one in Spanish Fork. I I only know from the festival. What is it? The Festival of Colors or what is that? Yep. Yeah. Um, I never went to that because I always thought getting chalk in my eyes sounded terrible. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and in my teeth and in my terrible. mouth. I just like, yeah. ne- but uh, but that was like the thing to do in, in college. A lot of people would go down yeah. there and get oh, amazing sure. photos and everything. Um, yeah. But I never, I never went. Did you go? Did you go? No, I've never been a fe- festival of colors at one of the temples. I've been to one um, in my community, did one last summer. Um, and that was like, the most I will probably do. Like, I've just seen the pictures of the ones at the, like, Spanish Fork Temple, and there are so many people there. <laughs> yeah. It's, like, a little overwhelming to me. Totally. So I did a smaller one, and it was fun, and I am good for the rest of my life. You to got never it. do that again. <laughs> I got that moment, and it took a while to get it out of my hair, so. Yeah. A few washes, not like a week or anything. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but it was fun. Cool. But, awesome. Yeah. So like I was aware of that and I had seen the Spanish Fork Temple. If you drive on the 15 down south, you can, I think you can see it from I still I-15. love that you call it the 15. Sorry. I love it so much. It always <laughs> just like. I'm like, ooh, the 15. Oh, it's uh, it's yeah. not no apologies. It just it's great. But it's yeah, you from drive living in California <laughs> next to the 15. Yes, because it goes all the way down there. Anyway, that's true, and that's what they call it. Yes, too funny. And granted, I only lived there a few years, but it's like a habit that <laughs> is claim hard it. for yeah. me to break. Apparently, well, you probably don't want to be down there and say I 15, and they're like, where? What? Right? Yeah. So I will. I realize no, that's keep not what doing it's it. <laughs> Don't stop. Anyways, okay. So from I fifteen, you can see the Spanish Fork Temple, and it's really cool. Um, but let me give you a little bit of background on the religious history. So Krishna is a major deity in Hinduism. He is the god of compassion, tenderness, and love. So Hari Krishna is a Hindu religious organization, and its full name is the International Society for Krishna Consciousness, but colloquially goes by Hare Krishna, which I don't know. Have you heard of Hare Krishna? Yeah, that that sounds familiar. I didn't know what it really was, but yeah. Yeah, it's something you've maybe heard. Um, It was founded in 1966 in New York City by A.C. Bhaktivedanta Swami Prabhupada. And I... Correct. I'm terribly sorry <laughs> if I completely messed that up. You said it perfectly. As, as, <laughs> as I apologize, like every episode I do. Um, but he was born in India, and he became a spiritual teacher. So he started to write commentaries on Vaishnava, which is scriptures. And I think if I read this correctly, he did them in English. So he ended up coming to the United States in 1966. And in the 11 years he lived in the U.S., so he passed away in 1977, he founded the International Society for Krishna Consciousness, which grew to have worldwide 108 temples, various institutes, and farm communities. 
Today, there are around a million members worldwide, and there are 56 formerly affiliated temples in the U.S. So wow. we have two of them here in Utah. Wow, that's amazing. So devotees to the Krishna group live their faith through chanting, study of the Bhagavad Gita, which is ancient text, scripture, eating of prasad, which is consecrated food, maintaining a vegetarian lifestyle, engaging in service to the temple, and active proselytizing. So you may have seen Hare Krishnas with bald heads and orange robes mm-hmm. at like airports in the past, and they don't really do that anymore as far as I'm aware. And I think there might have been like a court case that was stopping proselytizing in airports and it was related to the Hare Krishnas. I don't know all the details on that. But and I don't think today the group necessarily wears the orange robes and shaves their heads anymore. But I think I'm pretty sure when I like lived in New York I would see Hare Krishnas around. Yeah. I think Um, so too. Yeah. Um and they must follow the four regulative principles. One is to abstain from eating meat, fish, or eggs. Two, avoid gambling. Three, shun the use of intoxicants. And four, refrain from all illicit sexual activity. Which, on a simple level, does not sound too far from, like, Mormonism. Right. And things like meditation and yoga are also very important to the faith. Um, But, okay, that's the basic explanation of Hare Krishna, and I hope I got that correct. Yeah. If not, somebody please let me know. I didn't want to, you know, get anything wrong. Yeah. Um, but it's something I knew nothing about before I did this. Very interesting stuff. Totally. Um, in the 1970s, uh, Hare Krishnas had visited Utah, specifically BYU, uh, mostly to sell books by the Krishna leader, Prabhupada, and apparently BYU bought 19 books, which was like more than any other university library they had visited. Oh, wow. Yeah, kind of interesting. And this left a good impression on the Krishnas who visited, including Chris Warden, who later started to go by the name Charu Das, who down the road became the founder of of the temples in Utah. So he oh, wow. and his wife, yeah, joined the Krishnas in Australia in the 70s. And they did various work for the religion and traveled all over. But in the early 80s, part of his work was doing a radio show in LA called The Krishna Show. <laughs> um, so this led him, he was like searching for an affordable, like, I guess, radio station, and he found that one was for sale, a 1,000-watt AM radio station in the Provo area. So he and his wife moved to Utah because he remembered his previous visit to Utah, and it had left a good impression on him. Okay, cool. Yeah. So just kind of random. He he wanted a radio show. Was it to talk about... Uh, the religion yeah. or was okay okay it's all krishna okay so he's kind of this leader within the krish the hari krishna faith at this point got it so he and his wife moved to utah and then f- fast forward november 10th 1996 
ground was broken for the temple to be built in uh, south of Spanish Fork. And then on February 16, 1998, the construction began. So the Spanish Fork Sri Sri Radha Krishna Temple, which is located at 311 West, 8500 South, was built on an elevated 15-acre plot. And then the 50-foot-high temple was modeled after a famous devotional palace in India called Kusum Saravar, which means temple on a lake of flowers. So wow. it has this main dome, and you can see it. Yeah, yeah, from, it's, it's huge. Like, from a little ways away, and it's up on a hill. Right. Um, so it's 25 feet in diameter, surrounded by 12 other domes. And there are 108 arches and columns, sculpture and murals, as well as open patios, colonnades, gardens, an outdoor amphitheater, and my favorite, a gift shop. <laughs> of I love course. gift shops. <laughs> so, yes. And then, so the Salt Lake City Christian Temple is located at 965 East, 3370 South in Mill Creek. It's Wait. right around, it's right in your neighborhood, Jordan. Wait, what, what south was it? 3370 South. Wait, and what east? 965 East. This is, like, pretty close to me. Yeah, it's your neighbor. Okay, why haven't I seen yeah. it? Is it? Is it smaller? It is smaller, yeah. So I mean, it has to be, one, I guess, but, like, I mean, yeah, is it, like, as visible? Yes. It's not, no, I don't think it is as visible, because, obviously, the other one's, like, on this hilltop um and this is more city type temple um but it opened in august of 2019 so it's still fairly new um the new temple is home to sri sri radha govinda which are beautiful white marble deities of lord krishna and his consort srimati radharani again i hope i'm saying everything right it's I I mean we I mean, forgive you because we won't know how to pronounce it either. And yes. When I say we, I mean me and the rest of our listeners, <laughs> the general public, the general um, population. Yeah. The temple boasts traditional domes, high ceilings, ornate columns, and spacious walkways. The temple room is pleasantly bright by virtue of large windows on three sides and light colors of its walls and marble floor. The building also features a large entryway with seating areas for dozens and a gift shop. Oh my gosh, I, I need to go so here. Much. I know. Okay, I just I, looked it up sure. and it's like right by the Harmons that I go to. Oh, no way. It's so, I literally pass it. I mean, I don't, I go, Yeah. I go the other way. So I, I, but I get, I, I go so close to it. I mean, well, before quarantine, yeah. like every day. Yes. Okay. I got to go check it out. Yes. So at least do a drive by now since it's not open, but, um, so the temple was designed by Charo Das's wife, Vibhavi Dasi, and she said, I wanted to create a space that evokes joy so that once entering, people would carry that feeling with them. Unlike our Spanish Fort Temple, this one is not situated on top of a hill. It's in a city. So I created that same sense of space using high ceilings and rounded walls, providing a peaceful and spiritual experience. Which is cool. Very cool. Yeah. I, yeah. I, um, well, you might talk about this. They have a, like yoga you can take there. 
Um, yes, I will get to that. Okay, cool. Sorry, now yeah. I'm just like diving in I to know. find out all about it. Very cool. I know. I definitely, we're going to go at some point to one or both of these. <laughs> just FYI. Yes, absolutely. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah, so both temples have a lot of activities that are ongoing throughout the year, although I'm assuming right now they aren't, <laughs> um, like everything else. Um, but under normal circumstances at both temples, there are daily temple tours. So between 10 a.m. and 7 p.m. are the tours. Temple hours go to 8 p.m. So I think 7 p.m. is just the latest you can go. Okay, um, cool. The tours, yeah, are about 10 to 30 minutes and covers the history, beliefs, and deities of Krishna consciousness. The Spanish Fork Temple also, this is really cool, has an animal park where Whoa. you'll find, yeah, llamas, cows, peacocks, parrots, and koi fish. Oh, very cool. So, yeah. So if you have a group of six more people, you will need to, like, book in advance. But otherwise, drop-ins are welcome, which is so cool. And it's not and it's I didn't free? know this. <laughs> it's free. You can just oh. go take a little tour. Oh, our kids would love that. I know. Like, I had no idea about any of this. So I'm, like, really excited once it opens to go pay a visit. Yeah, absolutely. So, the other cool thing about the animal park at the Spanish Fork Temple is they will rent out their llamas to, no. <laughs> like, yeah, to, like, hikers, campers, even for, like, birthday parties or more. Oh, my gosh. That's amazing. So, that's, that's amazing. Yeah. So, apparently, their llamas are very friendly and love to eat apples and carrots. And you can call the temple and schedule a llama. Which, oh my gosh! I do you take a llama camping? <laughs> I'm trying to like I think of the use. I didn't know that was a thing. Is it so they like carry? Maybe they carry like your heavy yeah, stuff. Yeah, are they kind of like pack llamas? Would they attract a bear? I don't know. I'm oh, sure they have so a lot of many information. Questions. I guess I know, they, but... they could like carry your tent and like extra water. I guess you wouldn't really yeah, take water in. Yeah, I don't think you in, can but... ride llamas. Yeah, I don't right? think so. So they just have to carry your stuff. I guess so. That is and too they're just funny. really cute. Maybe. Yeah. Are they? Are they like protective at all? I I can't imagine them being <laughs> no like idea. aggressive. So yeah. Oh, I don't okay, know. That's so funny. I saw like a video this week or whatever of someone sending their wife a this is before quarantine but sending yeah. their wife a llama birthday telegram <laughs> it was like nice. two llamas like dressed up with like really cute ta bright colored tassels and <laughs> necklaces on or whatever and they like were just right up by the door like as close as they could get nice. and then they she opened the door and i i someone was just like playing happy birthday or maybe the <laughs> someone was started singing it behind the camera but anyway it was so funny that's so, amazing anyway maybe but yeah that's you a could thing do that. and maybe you could do that you'll have to give them a call and see what their llamas can do that is I think funny that's awesome yeah um and the spanish work also does like school field trips if anyone is interested in that um you can call them and schedule that. Um, the tours, because, um, like, the LDS temples, you know, you can't go inside um, unless you yeah. um, are a member. But how do you – can you go into these? Like, I know you yeah. said they do tours, but, like, is there anything that's, like, yeah. off limits? Do they have ceremonies you can, like, be part a part of or um, – I don't think anything is off limits. Um, 
And there is... We'll, we'll have get to, to just one go do thing. a tour. I know, yeah. We'll have to go do a tour when they open back up. I'm just, like, hugely curious and interested in this, so I I don't know. We'll have to find out. Very uh, cool. And do a little follow-up. But again, my favorite thing is that both locations have a gift shop, because <laughs> I legit love gift shops. Um, but they sell, like, skirts and blouses, shawls, jewelry, saris, kurtas, yogi pants, henna cones, etc., etc. Um, and the... Uh, gift shops are open from 10 a.m. to 8 p.m. So that was a really day. good pitch, a really good gift. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, look at all these things. I'll, I'll do a little commercial for them later. And then so every weekend, each location has a Krishna love feast where you can go and listen to a lecture on spiritual living, receive a blessing participate in some chanting and enjoy a vegetarian dinner of prasadam or blessed food, which is very interesting. Spanish Fork has it on Sundays at 5 p.m. and the Salt Lake Temple has it at 7 p.m. every Saturday. So if you're interested in that, I think you can just kind of show up and participate in that. Wow. And it's which is, it's free? You, Are you paying? I did not see anything about payment okay cool so kind of just an interesting little thing yeah that they do every every week that's the personal love feast very yeah. cool and like we talked about they do a handful of festivals every year the most popular being the festival of colors or holy which they have at both temples um holy celebrates the arrival of spring and the passing of winter so um I, yeah, there are like amazing photos from the Festival of Colors that I've seen. Um, it's just giant. Like, there's so many people that go. <laughs> yeah. And like, so. I, said, there, I feel like it's a lot of, at least when we were in college, I knew a lot of college kids that went, that went yes. down there. And so if, I don't, I, I don't know what the, um, if that's still the case or whatever, but, um, yeah. big crowds, th- like, seems yes. like really large crowds. Yeah. And I, I think you do have to pay to get in and they supply you with some of the powder yeah um and the powder they get from india and i think you can even buy just the powder from their website um if you want some for your own home festival of colors or whatever there we go yeah let's do our own and maybe during quarantine you can do that (laughs) you know just do it in your backyard Something to do. Yes, totally. Yeah. So currently, the dates for the festival are June 13th, 2020 at the Salt Lake Krishna Temple and September 19th and 20th, 2020 at the Spanish Fork Temple. So it was originally supposed to be end of March because it's spring leading oh, winter. Right, right. But that was canceled and moved to September, well, June and September. We will see. Obviously, we don't know what the future holds. Right. Um, so we'll see if those dates change. Yeah, it's kind but, of a, that's kind of a bummer yeah. that it's September. Like that's so it's almost I know. Fall. It's like <laughs> I know, it's a different season. Yeah. Um, but it does get such a big turnout and it's two night two days and I think they just love doing it and so they don't want to cancel it completely. Yeah, of course. 
Um, and people love going to it, obviously, because it's huge. Um, and apparently the Spanish Fork Temple has done it since, like, 1989. Oh, wow. Or something. Oh, wait. Or at least the Krishnas in Utah or something like that. Cause okay. Okay. Right, right, right. The temple, temple was, was open later, in but maybe the, in that area yeah. or something. Yeah. Very cool. So the Spanish Fork Temple also hosts an India Fest, which is currently scheduled for September 14th, 2020. So we'll see about that. Um, and it will feature world-class entertainment, cuisine, a gift shop, uh, henna, hand <laughs> decorating. Yes. I mean, the gift shop's always there. So, <laughs> um, Henna hand decorating, art, photography, culture exi- cultural exhibits on India, a gala pageant of the epic Ramayana, which I'm not sure what that is, and then the burning of a 20-foot high 10-headed demon named what? Ravana. What? So, that this is cool. effigy of Ravana gets burned. And then spectacular fireworks. So the India Fest sounds pretty cool. That's amazing. Yes. And then the Salt Lake location has the Festival of Lights for Diwali, which last year was in October. I didn't see anything about this year's Diwali Festival. Um, yeah. But the Festival of Lights occurs during the lull between fall harvest and the onset of the monsoons. So it's oh, wow. thus, yeah, it's a time of Thanksgiving. So that's why it's in October. Or that's why, I don't know if the date for Diwali changes every year, but that's kind of the time I think, when they have the yeah. festival. Yeah. Cool. So households in India put lamps in every window and temples brightly illuminate their altars to bring in the best for the upcoming year. So this event includes classical and folk dancing, live music, dramas, a ceremony of lights, a huge vegetarian feast, and offering of respects to a live cow because they're vegetarians. Oh, wow. So, cool. So, and I think they used to... Also do a llama fest in Spanish Fork, but I do, could not find anything on that. I used to see, when I lived in Utah County, like, ads for llama fest, but I couldn't find, like, any up-to-date ones. But, so I'm just not sure if that is still a thing. Right. But, um, three, so these three festivals um, are their most popular ones out of, and they have, like, seven or eight festivals they host every year. But those wow. three, the Festival of Colors, India Fest, uh, Festival of Lights, are the most popular. And then, like you mentioned earlier, both locations also offer yoga classes for all levels. So the that's Salt Lake... Oh, that's great. I know, right? I was very curious about this, too. The Salt Lake Temple has its own yoga studio, and the Spanish Fort classes are held in the Mandir, which is their temple room. And both, oh, wow. yeah, both of these settings provide a spiritual, relaxing, and truly unique atmosphere. They are also welcome to everyone. You do not have to be a Krishna devotee to attend. And apparently there's a good variety of classes, and they are all donation-based. So I think you can just pay what you want or pay what you can, and that's enough. Um, that's really cool. I saw that they have a kids class at the Salt Lake oh, one. Oh, nice. Yeah. 
I wonder, I didn't click on it to see like what age, but I wonder if um, both of my kids would be old enough to do it. Yeah, seriously. And it's right near you too. Yeah. So obviously like right now, there are no yoga yoga classes going on, but um, you can either contact the temple or they have a Facebook page called Yoga Classes at Krishna Temple. And all their info is on there. And I think they're keeping, obviously, people up to date on when they will reopen. When they can open, yeah. But yeah, so those are the Krishna temples that I knew, like, nothing about other than the Festival of Colors. So Yeah, I hadn't, I didn't, it's totally same. I had, I'd seen the one in Spanish Fork. I didn't even know I lived right by one in Salt Lake. Um, And... Uh, I didn't really, yeah, I didn't know if they were open. Like I said, like a lot of the LDS, well, all the LDS temples are not open to the public. And so I just kind of assumed they wouldn't be either. But um, you can take a yoga class inside. Like that's really awesome. Like it just seems like it would be such a great location to take a a yoga class, you know? (laughs) Yeah. If you want to learn from, I mean, I've only taken like rec center yoga classes. (laughs) So I bet this one would be... um, a little like different and and maybe more like on like a spiritual base yeah. like you know probably great music and ambiance mm-hmm. and whatnot and that yep. would be that would be really cool yeah and probably just really peaceful because these buildings sound really beautiful and and well built um and yeah both the buildings are beautiful on the outside and it's just kind of interesting and we'll post photos of these on our instagram um but it's just it's nice to see different buildings in Utah because it just shows they're that they're so unique. Yeah, yeah. And there's other cultures here and it's just nice to see differences. Spanish Fork is such an interesting location and that yeah. like now that makes sense why it's there because it's like kind of rural, like farming yeah. town, like And it's deep so. in Utah County. Um and yeah, but it just it's really cool. Is the do you know if the founder is still here? Is he yes. alive? Maybe he's not. Okay. Yeah. As far as I know, he and his wife still live here. But yeah, it would be interesting to take a tour and kind of ask those kind of questions. Um Yeah. We got to do it. Cuz it is just very interesting and cool. Um But yeah. So I got a lot of my info from utahkrishnas.org, which they have a very Good website, lots of information. Um, I also got info from Wikipedia and ISKCON News, which is International Society for Krishna Well Krishna Consciousness website. Um, so that's where I got my info about the Hare Krishnas here in Utah. But very cool. Yeah. Something now I kind of wish I would have. I mean, I I do wish I would have done the festival of colors just to go down there. Well, now that I know I can go down anytime, but yeah. Well, thanks, Sarah. Thanks for doing yeah. that. That no research. Crab. Yeah, I knew nothing. Like I said ahead of time, other than the festival, and now I'm like hugely intrigued and want to see more. So I'm totally looking forward to that. For sure. Awesome. Cool. Yeah. We hope that everyone is doing okay. Obviously, this is not easy. And yeah, 
Um, hopefully listening to our little podcast will give you a distraction for 30 to 40 minutes. So yes, <laughs> and plans of things to do when this is over. Yes, yes, we're all making a list now. But yes, well, thank you guys for listening. You can find us on Instagram at Utah Famous. We have a Facebook page that you're welcome to join and chime in. We post every episode on there and on Instagram. We would always love to hear from you. We're on Twitter at Utah Famous Pod. And you're always welcome to email us at utahfamous at gmail.com with comments or suggestions for upcoming episodes. But yeah, there you go. Yes. Awesome. Thanks, Sarah. Thanks, Jordan. Bye. Bye. Bye.